this week we've been having some great broadcasts, some great topics, honestly, that'll help lead you into life and truth and peace and honestly help you <laughs> in, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, you know, Pastor started off this week talking about how to not miss it. Um, you know, we've been talking about how to stay in the flow of the Holy Spirit and not lose your focus on uh, Tuesday. Yesterday, we were talking about how to not yield to pressure. Today, we're going to be talking about the, the power of a renewed mind, the blessings and the benefits of renewing our minds. And all of this kind of flows very perfectly together because if we want to if we want to make sure that we're staying in the flow of the Holy Ghost, if we want to make sure that we're not missing it, if we want to make sure that we're on track, we have to renew our minds. We have to make sure that our minds are renewed. Why? Well, I'm glad you asked. Hypothetical voice in my head. <laughs> Romans chapter 12, um, starting at verse 1, says this. It says, Therefore I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. Now, now I really like what, what he says there. First off, in these two verses, you see the three-part of man. Yeah. Offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. And then he says, this is your spiritual worship. And then, he's, and then he starts talking about your mind, your will, your emotion, your soul. When he yep. says, we need to be renewing our mind. So um, just to give you like a brief rundown of the three parts of man. I am a spirit. Yep. I am a spirit. I have a soul, which is my mind, my will, my emotions. And I live in this body. All right. Yeah. This is my body. What you see right now, all you can see is my is my flesh. You can't see my soul, you know, you can't see my emotions, you can't see what I'm thinking, but you can see my flesh. Um, and the real me is a spirit man. When the Bible tells us that when we are born again, we are a new creation, old things have passed away, all things have been made new, that's the spirit man. It's when we're talking about being born again, we're talking about a spirit man. You know, when Nicodemus was confused with Jesus, like, how can a man <laughs> go into his mother's womb and and come out. I don't like this picture. What are you talking about, Jesus? Please get this image out of my head, right? I'm yeah. pretty sure that's what Nicodemus is saying. Like, Jesus, help me get this image out of my head. I don't want to think about that, right? <laughs> He's not talking about the flesh, like being yeah. born of the flesh. Mm -hmm. He's talking about being born of the spirit. Yeah. A spirit man is renewed and is completely cleansed, is completely righteous, mm -hmm. and in him is completely washed clean, right? And, and completely renewed, a completely new creature. However, I, even though my spirit man is renewed, and completely fresh and clean, my mind needs to be continuously renewed. Yeah. Because our entire lives before we got saved, and honestly, even after we get saved, if we don't renew our minds, our mm -hmm. entire lives, we've been trained to think and operate in our minds according yeah. to our flesh and mm -hmm. according to the world's way. That's yeah. why he says, don't conform to the world. Mm -hmm. Don't conform to the way the world thinks. Don't conform to the way the world acts. No, now you have a responsibility in this new relationship with Christ. Because yeah. that's honestly the entire book of Romans is Paul yeah. is kind of like talking about, yeah. the you know, you look in Romans chapter 7 where you, you see the battle between the flesh and the spirit. You know, mm -hmm. the spirit wants to serve God, the flesh doesn't, you know, and he, yeah. he finds this war in his members, you know, and then he goes into Romans chapter 8 where he talks about the mindset on the, the mindset on the flesh. 
is death. The mindset on the spirit is life. You yeah. know, you see these different aspects of it. But here in Romans 12, as mm-hmm. he's continuing down this path, he talks about the importance of, of us mm-hmm. making the decisions yep. to day by day renew our minds. And yeah. now, like, we'll talk about what that means and what that looks like, but mm-hmm. we have a responsibility. Put this in the comments. I have a responsibility to renew my mind. It's not God's responsibility to renew my mind. Yeah. It's my responsibility to renew my mind. It's my responsibility to change my habits. It's my responsibility yep. to change the way I think out of a worldly, ungodly way of thinking and into the new system of a godly way of thinking, basically thinking the way God tells me to think. Think on things worthy of praise instead of think on, thinking on all the reasons why I should be complaining. Like, that's just mm-hmm. one example. A lot of times we're looking for reasons to not believe God instead of looking for reasons to believe God. We need to stop looking for reasons mm-hmm. to complain and start looking for reasons to praise, you know. And, mm-hmm. and if we've developed a habit of complaining, that's just an area where we need to renew our thinking mm-hmm. in, in a godly way. But I have a responsibility to renew my mind. Yeah. And, and so it's important for us to, to recognize yeah. that we have a responsibility yeah. to change our thinking. You know, yeah. I like the way Romans 12 two reads in the New Living because it says, it says, don't um, conform to the patterns and customs of this world. But it says, let God transform you by changing the way you think. Yeah. You know, uh, as mm-hmm. I change the way that I think about mm-hmm. the world, about my situations, about, about relationships, about submission and authority, I have to change the way I think basically about every single area of my life. You know, it's not yeah. like, like it's, it's not like, well, I'm going to change my thinking about these things, but not about these things. You <laughs> yeah. know, like, no, I, have, mm-hmm. I basically have to be willing to surrender mm-hmm. my entire thought process over everything yeah. to God and mm-hmm. to his word, because that's yeah. what lordship is. You know? yep. And uh, so let's yeah. look at Matthew chapter three real quick. Um, and I'm going to read it to you in the, in the, in it, not the NASB. I'm going to read it to you in the, uh, <clears throat> what's it called? The Amplified. <laughs> Amplify it. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I really like the way the Amplified uh, pulls this out. But, um, but in uh, Matthew chapter 3, verse 2, it says this. It says, in saying, so this is John the Baptist. Um, this is basically the, the message of mm. John the Baptist, right? Yeah. And saying, repent. All right. What mm. does repent mean? Repent doesn't mean like beat yourself up and feel miserable and sad. No, repent is a renewing of your mind, essentially, right? Yep. He's saying, hey, change your thought process. And the Amplified pulls this out. He says, repent. Think differently. Change your mind. Uh, regretting your sins and changing your mm. conduct yeah. for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yep. All right. And, and you read and you just go to the next chapter and you see that's actually the ministry that Jesus had. Jesus mm. began to go about teaching and saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Yeah. What the heck does that mean? Yeah. You know, like, like, why do I need to change my thinking for the kingdom of heaven is at hand? What, what does that mean? Basically, yeah. what he's saying is re- remember what Jesus prayed. You know, when he said, uh, your kingdom come, right? What is the kingdom? Uh, it's the king's domain. It's, yeah. it's the rule and reign of the king. And for me to, to operate in the kingdom, that means kingdom, the, the kingdom principles are manifesting in my life, right? There's no lack in the kingdom of God. There's no, yeah. there's no sickness in the kingdom of God. There's no, there's, no, uh, there's no shame and guilt and condemnation in the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. 
But if I want the kingdom of God to manifest in my life, going back to Romans chapter 2, where it says, so that like when we renew our minds, then we'll prove the will of God. Basically, the will of God begins to manifest in our lives when we yeah. renew our minds, right? The will of God that is good and noble and, mm-hmm. and perfect, right? Yeah. It begins to manifest as we renew our mind. Because if I keep thinking in a worldly system, yeah. I'm not going to inherit godly fruit. Yeah. Like That's you can put that in the comments. Mm-hmm. Like if yeah. I keep thinking according to uh, a worldly system, I'm not going to reap godly fruit. Yeah. Uh, why? Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. You know, the way that I think and the way that I operate in this life will actually determine what I speak, determine what I do, yeah. and determine how I respond to certain situations, and that determines my fruit. My fruit is determined by my ability to receive from God, receive the mm-hmm. seeds, to speak in faith, to, 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 you know, what I believe and how I think determines really the entire direction of my life, mm-hmm. you know? And so the way I think is very important. It's yeah. very important. Yeah. We have a responsibility to renew our mind. Yeah. You know, I, I, I cannot afford to think according to a worldly system anymore. That's right. You know, like, mm-hmm. we, there's so much that we need to do in this world you know, for the kingdom of God. And yeah. I'm not saying that to like yeah. in a pressure filled way. Mm-hmm. We just talked about yesterday, you know, we don't no want to yield pressure. to pressure, right? <laughs> uh, God doesn't lead us by pressure. Yeah. But, but as long as I'm operating under a worldly system and in a worldly way, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to be able to, to, to walk in the fullness that God has for me to yeah. walk in. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you cannot blend worldliness with godliness. That's, you yeah. know, like it's true. That's basically the entire Old Testament. It's really the entire Bible. Is God like trying to show humanity, hey, stop trying to blend worldliness, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with godliness. That 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 mixture mm-hmm. is unholy. You mm-hmm. know, what is holy? That holy is pure. Holy is completely set apart. There's no mixture in holiness, and and we have a command to be holy, for He is holy. Yeah. You know, like I've heard of like a concept. Like, have you ever heard of Christian yoga? I'm like, like. Mm-mm. It's like saying, like, have you ever engaged in Christian Baal worship? Like, <laughs> it makes no sense, and it, and it, it, and it doesn't, you know. It's like, true, though. We're, we're talking about a worldly thing blended yeah. with godliness. Now, yeah. I'm not talking about getting super legalistic and be like, Christians mm-hmm. should not celebrate Chris- Christmas because it's a pagan holiday. And, and you know, like, um, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that. Um, but what I'm talking about is, is we have a responsibility, according to the word, especially in Romans chapter 12, mm-hmm. to not conform and do things just because that's what everybody else does. Yeah. Just because that's what I've always done, you know? Mm-hmm. Just because just be, like, just because that's socially acceptable, you mm-hmm. know? I need to do something because I see it in the word. The spirit of God is leading me to do it. And, and so I'm going to stop doing things the way that I used to do and I'm going to do, start doing things the way God's telling me mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. 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 It's cool because it, right here, Romans 12, 2, it says that you can prove, you mm. may prove what the will of God is and yeah. what is the will of God. The mm. will of God is good yeah. and acceptable and yeah. perfect. Yeah. Perfect. How many people get in a, in a default of wanting to be perfect? How many people, mm. they're so, they just want to do everything right and they want to just... For sometimes it can be in the right way of yeah. I want to I want to please God I want to yeah. do what's right 
if you want to do what's right, renew your mind. Renewing your mind is what will prove what the will of God is, not what the will of your flesh is, not what the will of whatever you think is right. Proving the will of God, which is perfect. The will of God is perfect. That itself should motivate you to renew your mind, to prove what the will of God is, yeah. which is perfect, yeah. acceptable, yeah. righteous, mm -hmm. good. All things good is renewing your mind to the word of God. Yeah. What's the mind even for? Yeah. Meditate on the word. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. And recognize this, and you can put this in the comments. God wants his goodness to manifest in my life more than I do. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. God wants to pour out his goodness on you more than you want him to pour out his goodness on you. Like, that's why he gave us his word and saying, hey, if you do this, yeah. you'll prove that my will for you is good. Like, mm -hmm. like, and what does it mean to prove? It means there's evidence behind it. Yeah. Know? It means there's evidence that proves that God's will for me is good. It, that, that means when people look at my life, they see the goodness of God. I mean, what is 2023? Yeah, you know, the year <laughs> yeah. of the glory. What is yeah. the glory? The oh. goodness of God mm -hmm. pouring out. Because mm -hmm. when Moses said, show me your glory, God said, I'll cause all my goodness to pass before yeah. you. You know, uh, God didn't say no. Mm -hmm. He said, I'll cause all my goodness to pass before you. The glory of God is the goodness of God. And again, God wants his goodness to pour out on you more than you want his goodness to pour out on you. Like you look at... Uh, at uh, Deut or not Deuteronomy, Psalm 23, right? The Lord is my shepherd. Yeah. Like there he, he kind of gives you that, yeah. do things God's way. You know, like what's the purpose of a shepherd? To lead the sheep. And if the sheep do things the shepherd's way, what happens? <laughs> They'll lie down in green pastures. He'll lead them beside still waters. He'll restore their soul, their mind, their will, their emotions. Yeah. Uh, he'll lead them on paths of righteousness for his mm -hmm. name's sake. Even though they walk through the valley of the shadow of death, they'll fear no evil because mm -hmm. he's with them. Yeah. His rod, his staff, they comfort uh, them. He prepares a table before them in the presence of their enemies. Uh, their cup runs over and surely what? Goodness, mm -hmm. his goodness and his mercy will follow them. You know, Barrett has pulled this out before. That word follow means to hunt you down. You mm -hmm. know? His goodness and his mercy will hunt you down all the days of your life. What is yeah. that? approving of the goodness of God yep. and the will of God. However, mm -hmm. as long as I'm, as like, if I want to prove the will of God, I have a responsibility, mm -hmm. though, to <clears throat> remove my old defaults, to remove my old habits of thinking and worldly thinking that have been taught to me by the world and enter in to the goodness of God mm -hmm. and enter in and, and begin thinking the way God has instructed us to think. Yeah. You know, um, like, let me give an example. All right. Because honestly, <laughs> you know, pa pastor brought this up on, on, on Monday talking about yeah. deception, right? You know, what is deception? I'm thinking according to a worldly way of thinking. However, I don't recognize, and I don't know that I'm thinking the wrong way. You know, yeah. um, I, I would say pretty much everybody watching this broadcast today thinks that their, that their system or that the way that they've been thinking has been right. I mean, if I, yeah. if I intentionally feel like I know I'm wrong, but I'm doing this anyway, that, that's a whole nother thing. But for the most part, we, for the most part, you know, there might be like the exceptions of, I know this is wrong, but I want to do it anyway, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, for the most part, I feel like we, and this actually came out, I was talking to pastor this week. Um, for the most part, uh, like I call it like a noble deception. I, I think it's right, and I feel like this is noble, and I think it's right, but it's still not right, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, and what I've done 
in the past, and this is what I was talking to the pastor about, was, you know, I, I, I would have a leaning to look at things in a negative way. Um, but the noble deception was, I'm just looking for areas where we can grow in. But, yeah. you know, and, and that was like the noble deception. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. you know, we're getting ready to go to the, the armed conference this weekend uh, with, uh, with Encounter uh, Christ Church, Encounter Today, um, and we're going to be growing um, in, in different areas. You know, they, they, they teach you a lot of amazing stuff about YouTube, about, about social media, and about really how to make a maximum impact on it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, uh, but when we went last year, you know, they were sharing so many stuff, and we were seeing a lot of different areas where we could grow, you know. Yeah. And uh, which is great as long as you're, you're, you're allowing your mind to be renewed and not fall into an old pattern. So, mm-hmm. like, I was, so, like, we're at this conference. They're showing all these things. And my mind went to the place of look at all the areas where we're not doing great, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, look at all the things that we're missing or all the things that we need to change, you know. And, um. And the Lord wasn't leading any of that. That was an old habit and an old system of looking at things in a negative way. When all I had to do was shift my thinking in a renewed way and be like, hey, you know, glory mm-hmm. to God, these are areas where we can grow in and God will lead us into triumph and lead us into increase. And, and, and uh, we just need to be led by him to show us what to apply and when to apply it and he'll lead us into triumph. You know, yeah. but I'm like, look at all these things that we need to fix, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, which is negative And that's yeah. a worldly system. God doesn't operate in in a negative way. He doesn't lead us by a pressure of you need to change all these things. You know, yeah. um, He leads like yes, we need to change, but it's always God always leads us into change from a perspective of glory, from a perspective of victory, yeah. from a perspective of triumph. Yeah, and I was not coming at it from that perspective, and I had a nice, beautiful rebuke from Pastor. You know, <laughs> uh, which was necessary. Yeah, yeah. M- Marky did too. You know. <laughs> We were kind of partners in our negativity at the moment, and we and we and, and we needed that. But but again, what did Pastor say though yeah. on Monday? He said, "What's the key to get out of deception? Humility. Humility. You yeah. Know? Humility. Mm-hmm. And and put this in the comments. I cannot renew my mind without humility. It's, it's impossible true. to renew my mind without humility. Yeah. Because if I don't have humility, I'm convinced mm-hmm. that the way that I think is right. Mm-hmm. You know." I'm convinced that this is noble. Hey, I, w- I want our broadcast to grow. I want, I want, I want our mm-hmm. social media to grow. I want us to reach more people for the gospel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but your negativity is not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, no, but this is noble. This is right. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can see how easily my, I can fall, you, we can fall yeah. into this noble deception. You know, it's a, it's a worldly, ungodly system, but I'm trying to twist it to show that it's right. You know? Mm-hmm. That's, that's not humility. That's pride. You know? Mm-hmm. And what I need to do is, in humility, I need to learn to, okay, I recognize that this could seem noble, but I'm not approaching it from the right way. And, and, and let me tell you, when Pastor brought that rebuke, I did not want to receive it. I was fighting it in my flesh. I was, my pride was like, this doesn't apply to me. I just want us to grow. Like, I'm, I'm, like we're talking about a year ago, you know? Yeah. Like, my flesh, like, I was looking out the window. I was mad. I was like, okay. I don't want anything to do with it. I can remember, Anna, gr- sorry, like growing up, I don't know if anyone else's experiences, but like when you're getting lectured from your parents yeah. and you're like just staring at the floor, you're mm-hmm. like refusing to make eye contact and yeah. they're like, would you please look at me right now? And you're mm-hmm. like, Mm-mm, no, yeah. I don't, I don't want to face this moment. Yeah. And that's like the flesh's default. It's like, yeah. it, 
ah, mm-mm, no, I'm not looking at you. I'm not mm-hmm. going to, like, how many yeah. times do we run from God? Like, yeah. we shouldn't, but, the, like, in condemnation yeah. of, like, Lord, I don't even want to face you right now. <laughs> I don't yeah. even, I'm just going to, like, keep it trucking. And the Lord's like, just come to me. Yeah. Like, same thing with Pastor. He, he was just trying to help you. That's it. Mm-hmm. But the <laughs> flesh is like, Mm-mm. It's, it's like, like Paul when he said, when I was a child, I acted like a child, you know, I thought like a child, but I put that behind me. That day, I didn't really put the, that behind me. I was acting like, like a child right there, and you know, not, not the good, like Jesus said, be like a child, like, yeah. you know, like, like be don't like be a child in your faith. Yeah, like, like, don't be like a child, and you're like, just, I'm great, stop chilling me, like, this doesn't, yeah, like, but... So, so you, but you can yeah. see where, like, I can convince myself easily this is actually right. You know, mm-hmm. you can see where I can convince myself, no, this is noble and this is right. But I was for sure wrong. You know, you can, mm-hmm. uh, like people say, like, you can be right but with the wrong, wrong attitude, you know. Yeah, like, well, not being willing in your heart. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, like, like, in that moment, yeah, <laughs> Marky put it, he literally pulled over the car. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we were getting close to home and we we're, like, getting close to our, like, salvation of getting out of this, this vehicle in this pressure situation this rebuke oh, and he pulled man. over the car he's like no we're not we're not we're, we're not going anywhere until we get this handled which what is a, what a good, a good pastor, pastor. Would <laughs> and uh what happened like eventually i had to put down my flesh i had to humble myself yep and i had to really mm-hmm. repent you know yeah and i had to change my way of thinking and be like all right mm-hmm. i've been approaching this wrong yeah i've been uh, and, and 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 when i did that all of a sudden you know we got home and it, we were in peace and we were like, all right, God's going to help us. In this. Yeah. But, um, but here's the thing. Would I have grown if I had just deter- like put my foot down and just stayed in my pride or whatever? You know, I wouldn't have no. grown in that situation. And here, here's the worst part of it. I wouldn't have gotten any fruit of, out of that. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have been able, my life wouldn't prove the will of God in it, you know, which is yeah. good and open and perfect because... Because, and, and this, is, this is where we, like, if we get so set in our ways that we don't allow God to move in pride, mm-hmm. you know, we, we develop these ruts in, in our way of thinking, these, these pathways in our thinking, so that the next time, you know, I, I'm faced with an opportunity, you know, like that, um, if I don't intentionally get myself out of that rut, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep going back to that mm-hmm. old system of thinking. Yep. You know, like, like, picture this, you know, this... Well, I mean, this goes into depression, anxiety, mm-hmm. anger, negativity, all these different things, right? Yeah. Uh, we've, like, our brains, uh, like, designed by God, are designed by God to develop these systems of glorifying God, these systems yeah. where, where, you know, when an opportunity arises, we glorify God and we do things God's way. But the enemy is going to do whatever he can to kind of develop these wrong systems, right? So... So our brains are wired in a way, it's, it's called neuroplasticity, where the, where the way we think, the habits that we develop in our thinking, mm-hmm. um, our brains wire themselves towards that way of thinking. And so, like, you picture it like we develop these ruts uh, in, in, our, in our minds. And a rut can be a good thing if it's a godly rut, you know? Yeah. And, and so, like, it's like a, a mm-hmm. guard system to keep our minds in the right direction. Yeah. But... Um, but we have to be willing to admit and recognize that um, up until this point, we probably have developed these these defaults, these systems, mm-hmm. these ruts that yeah. are ungodly and worldly. Yeah. And so, what do we have to do? We need to renew our mind. Now, that's going to cause mm-hmm. some friction and some you know some you know unsteadiness. But yeah. but we got to get out of that rut. And honestly, uh, 
in order to get out of that rut, we basically need shepherds. <laughs> we need pastors. Yeah. We need people who are willing mm-hmm. to kind of bump us out of that rut, yeah. kind of give us a little kick, you know, to, to get us out of that rut. Yep. And that's what was happening that, that day. That's you know, his, his pastor <laughs> was rod. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, honestly, like, why does it, what's the hook of a shepherd's mm-hmm. staff for? To kind of take you and pull you in the right direction. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. to help guide you and to lead you. Yeah. Um, like, if I'm starting to go astray, it'll help pull me in the right direction. So, um, and that's what, what you saw there. But, you know, we, if we've developed these ruts, these systems, like you picture, like, you know, you go down the same path over and over and over again. Yeah. You know, like you start wearing a groove into the, the ground, you know. Yeah. And, um, and, and it's like that with our minds, with, the, with our brains. If I'm thinking negative for 15 years, I've developed a habit of negative thinking yeah. that I need to break. Now, here's the beauty of, of the way our brains are designed in that neuroplasticity is if I've, if I've developed a habit mm-hmm. of thinking negatively, you know, like they'll even scan people's brains who have like depression or anxiety yeah. and they'll see the similarities. And that's where, you know, you begin to see like the chemical imbalances and stuff like that. Because yeah. people who think similarly, their brains wire themselves the same, mm-hmm. you know, and you'll see that. Yeah. But, but, but here's the beauty of it. If I can wire it in, I can wire it out, Amen. you know, yeah, um, you and can. that's what you don't see in the world's system of, of mental health is you yeah. don't see that hope of, you know, you can fix and you can change yeah. it by renewing of your mind. Mm-hmm. What you usually see is this is who you are now. You yep. know, and they, they adopt a mentality and yeah. they feel like they're stuck now. Mm-hmm. I've developed this rut. Now mm-hmm. I'm stuck in this rut. No, there's yeah. hope. There's always hope in Christ. Yeah. It, it's like God knew something, you know, like it's like God's system actually provides hope, but the mm-hmm. world system doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> so why should, hence, we should not conform to the patterns and customs of this world because yeah. it's not working. No. The world system is not working and it's mm-hmm. not helping people. No. God's system will work and will help people. Yes. And you see why the devil is actually doing everything within his power yeah. to keep us bound, mm-hmm. to keep us small, to keep us stuck in that rut yeah. by a self-professing, I have depression, mm-hmm. I have anxiety, I, yeah. and there's nothing I can do to help mm-hmm. it. But that's a lie from the enemy. God's word shows us that there is something that we can do, yeah. renewing our mind. Mm-hmm. And what is renewing our mind? If I've if I've wired in this thought process and this rut, or if I've developed this rut, I can create an entire. I can get out of that rut. Mm-hmm. It takes intentionality. It takes discipline. Mm-hmm. But I. It takes me. If I recognize I'm starting to fall under that old rut mm-hmm. again, it takes me recognizing it and stepping out yeah. of that and being intentional. Mm-hmm. I can create an entirely new system of thinking, yep. an entirely new rut, and I can use the brain that God's given me mm-hmm. for a in a good way. Yeah. You know, a, if I've fallen down a rut of logic and I need to understand it and I need to know that I know that I know all of these things, mm-hmm. I can change that where yeah. I don't need to know. Like, yeah. let's say, let's say I'm in, I'm praying and, and something comes up to me. Um, let's say the Lord gives me a word or, or, or something pulls up like and in the, in my past default, I need to, I need to figure out what this means. You know, like that, that's actually not a godly thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, <laughs> God, I feel like some people might be like resisting that. Like God yeah. gave you a word. You have to under, come to understand no. that. But, Mm-mm. but no, if God gave me a word, I need to let him mm-hmm. be the one to establish yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I need to let him be the one. He who began the work should bring mm-hmm. it to completion. Right. But a lot of times, like I can develop a rut where, where something can start out with God and my brain takes it and tries to fulfill it mm-hmm. in my brain. That's how Abraham mm-hmm. created an Ishmael. He had a word from God. Mm-hmm. 
But in his logic and in his reasoning, mm-hmm. he tried to make it happen, you know? Yeah. And how noble is that, though? Like, doesn't that seem noble to try to bring, mm-hmm. you know, a, to pass what God said already? Like, that seems noble, but that's a noble deception, right? Yeah. And we need to avoid these noble deceptions. And how can we do that? Humility. Yeah. We need humility. And yeah. we need someone who can see what we can't see. Yeah. Right? We need someone who's anointed to help bring us out of that deception yeah. so that we can see what we can't see. Again, this is the process of renewing our mind, which mm-hmm. requires humility, mm-hmm. which requires sacrificing our flesh and being, and being like, hey, yeah. pastor, I feel like the Lord gave me this. Help me to know what to do with mm-hmm. it. You yeah. know, Help me to know how to handle this because mm-hmm. my brain can take it in a hold uh, down yeah. a rabbit trail of now it's... M- what started out as God and what started out in the spirit ended in the flesh. And mm-hmm. I don't want that. You no. know, how many, how many things start out as God, but end in the flesh, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we need to be responsible with these things. But, mm-hmm. but you see, so like you can develop these habits of, you know, something starts out as God and then I begin to take it in my logic and, and, and follow down that trail, you know, and, but, but what I need to do in that moment is God gives me a word and I see myself trying to figure out and interpret mm-hmm. it and, you know, like, or, or like you can get that with, with dreams, right? Like you can have a dream that's spiritual and then you can take it in your logic or take it to Google or take it to all these different places and try to interpret the dream. Yeah. And what started out as was godly ended up in the flesh because you try, you took something that was God and then in your head you fell down that old way of thinking, you know? Yeah. It, it's a it's not a godly system to try to figure things out yourself. Yeah. It's the godly system is yeah. s- surrender it and submit to God. Yeah. And if like okay, I feel like this might help some people, right? Um, if you have a dream and you're like, I believe this is a spiritual dream, it's not your responsibility to interpret the dream. Mm-hmm. You you look at Daniel, right? Right? Like and Daniel had had a gift in that mm-hmm. aspect of it. But what did Daniel say whenever Nebuchadnezzar said? Can you interpret the dream? He said, no. <laughs> you, yeah. know? you know, he said, he said there is no man on this earth that can interpret your dream. But there is a God. Yeah. There is a God in heaven. Mm-hmm. And, he can, and, he, and he can reveal and interpret your dream. Yeah. You know, and so, and so recognize it's only God that can bring it about. It's mm-hmm. not like, oh, well, I had a dream last night and, uh, it, that my teeth were falling out. Well, actually, teeth falling out can be a sign of anxiety. You know, like people like take this, show yeah. me that in scripture. You yeah. know, I don't see that in scripture. Or or I had a dream that I was flying. Oh, well, that's actually a symbol of freedom. Now, I'm not saying that like, I'm not saying that there aren't pieces of that, but ultimately, you know, we need to be led by the word mm-hmm. and be led by the spirit of God. Yeah. And we can take things in a com- in a completely soulish way, you know, when it, that wasn't God. Now, mm-hmm. what is what is the Lord saying? Because it's not... It's not my logic and my understanding that can interpret these things. It's only the Holy Ghost that can interpret these things. Yeah. And I need to and, and 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 I need to find myself. If I find myself trying to figure it out on my own, I that that's an old worldly rut and I need to be willing to allow mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit of God to lead me into the into a new way of thinking that'll lead me into life. Yeah. It reminds me of um when we were in Texarkana, we had a, a time when the women were, had a meeting and the men had a meeting. Mm-hmm. And in the women's meeting, Candy LaFlora told this story about how they had gotten the new home. And mm-hmm. the, in her foyer, she really wanted to do, like, really nice crown molding. And so yeah. she had someone come out, and they priced it for her. And she was like, no, I don't want to pay that much. <laughs> Basically, mm-hmm. the price yeah. was way too high. So she's like, okay, Lord, like, I'm going to do it your way. 
Uh, and so she, I believe it was like over the period of a couple months, she took time. Mm-hmm. Key. She was patient. Yeah. She took time. So she would pass in the foyer and just pray in the Holy Spirit. She'd just pray in the Holy Spirit, look at the foyer, pray in the Holy Spirit, like, okay, Lord, I'm receiving your wisdom, just abiding with God and letting the Lord lead her. The Lord showed her how to DIY her total foyer and put it up crown molding completely. And she had actual people coming into her house saying, who did this? Like, this is good work. Who did this? And it's all from letting the Lord yeah. guide her, letting yeah. the Lord be the source, letting yeah. the Lord shine his wisdom. His thoughts are higher. His mm-hmm. ways are higher than ours. Yeah. And all of that stemmed from her knowing who her God was, yeah. her knowing his way is better than my way, her yeah. knowing and abiding in that. Yeah. And that's where our life source comes from, not in our ability to Google, not yeah. in our ability to try to figure it out. She could have she figured it out, but yeah. she chose to rest yeah. and wait and abide in God. Yeah. And that uh, created that dream that she had to yeah. manifest into something beautiful, better than she could have ever imagined. Yeah. Why? Because she just chose to abide. Yeah, and, and, and uh, as we abide and listen and obey and everything, you know, that's where, that's what produces. Yeah. You know, that's what produces fruit. Yeah. When I, when I do things God's way, I'll reap godly fruit. You know, it's true. When I do things in God's system. I mean, it, I, obviously yeah. it's simple, right? Mm-hmm. It's very simple. When Simplicity. I do things God's way, I'll reap godly fruit. Yeah. You know? um, so, but where does it really all begin in my mind? Right? Yeah. Like, spiritually, I have all that I need to produce everything that I need in my spirit. All things pertaining to life and godliness, it's made available to me. I have it all. I, there's nothing that I'm lacking. All the faith that I need to move mountains, it's already in me, in my spirit, yeah. right? You know, the, the thing that holds us back is our soul. Mm-hmm. The thing that had held us back. Had, yep. I feel like I should say it that way. Yeah. The thing that had held us back had been our soul. But not I anymore. don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm able to. I don't know if, if, if it's possible. Like, that's all in our soul, mm-hmm. and that's all lies. You know, that's mm-hmm. all worldly thinking. God doesn't speak in I can'ts. He speaks in <laughs> I, all things are possible through him. It's funny, you don't yeah. see that once in the word. Yeah. Where God says, mm, can't do that. You yeah. don't see that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, really, the only thing, the only time when God couldn't do something uh-huh. is when people's souls got in the way. That's you know? right. So, like, like, I guess that's the only time is, is when our brain says, I, I can't. Or, yeah. this, is, this is a carpenter's son. He can't. Uh-huh. You know? And, okay. Well, if that's yeah. the case, he, you know, there... you just limited him by your soul yeah. and by your familiarity, mm-hmm. you know? And so, the only mm-hmm. thing that limits God is really... Our, our limiting of his ability, you yeah. know, in our souls. And we need to remove, renew our mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I can do that. Renew your mind. You know, if you hear yourself saying, I can't, you know, renew your mind in that area. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. I need to think in God's system yeah. and in God's way. I, I need to approach this the way God has designed and destined me to approach it, which yeah. is always a, an approach from victory. Yeah. You know, so like... When, when I had developed those, those habits and those defaults of, of, being, of thinking in a negative way, I'm not thinking from a perspective of victory. I'm thinking from a perspective of what, we, what I've been doing has been holding me back from victory. And it, mm-hmm. it, and it might seem noble, yeah. but that's not going to lead me to victory. That's not going to lead me to triumph, thinking mm-hmm. about how much I'm missing. And, you know, you know what I yeah. need to do is think, think on 
well, things worthy of praise and think of, well, I might have been missing it, but God's not. So let me just mm-hmm. do what he told me to do. And then I, yeah. I'll st- I won't miss yeah. it anymore. You know, we shouldn't be fearing missing it. We shouldn't be thinking yeah. from a negative perspective. <clears throat> we should just be glorifying God in everything. Yeah. Glorifying him in everything. And, yeah. and in the reality that if, if I choose to repent, which is change my thinking away from this worldly thinking yeah. and into godly thinking, <clears throat> that'll help me. That'll help me to flow in in the things that I need to flow in. That'll help me mm-hmm. to grow in the areas that I need to grow in. That'll mm-hmm. help me to be who God's called me to be, so that when people look at my life, my life is proving His will. The perfect will, yeah. yeah. And, and why is it so important to make sure we're renewing our mind? Like things I've experienced is okay. I I notice my mind. I am renewing my mind, and then if one de- deceiving thought pops up, it's easier to pinpoint. That's not the Lord. Like, so if, if your default would, would to be meditating on negative things, if a positive thing comes up, you're going to not pinpoint it as easy because yeah. everything's so clouded with negativity. Yeah. But you can turn that to something good if you're so yeah. only thinking about the Word, only thinking about God's kingdom, only mm-hmm. thinking about how much He loves you. Then when that one negative thought tries to fly over your head, it's easier to pinpoint and catch it and take it, take it captive. Like old, old, um, there was one specific lie that I had believed when I was like young, like 12, like, and it had tried to come up the other day and it was easy for me to catch it. Cause I was like, what in the world? Where did that come from? That's not me. That's not the word. I don't have to believe that. Take it captive, put it down. When we're renewing our minds with the word of God, it's so much easier to take thoughts captive. That's why this word is our source. This word is our lifeline. It's not just a religious practice. It's not just to check the box. I don't read the word to check the box. I don't read the word to fulfill. Um, oh, I just really feel the Lord's presence, right? This word is our lifeline. This word is essential. You, you cannot go with, you can't go without it. The, the, the enemy He's not just trying to steal little things from you. He's trying to steal your life from you. It's time to wake up to the reality of who you are in Christ. You are the redeemed child of God. You've got to believe it. You have got to get it in you and believe it and refuse to let the enemy tell you differently. Refuse to let him tell you differently because this is the truth. You are chosen. You are loved. You are redeemed now. You're not waiting on it to happen. You're not waiting for one magical day to hit the lottery. You already have hit the lottery. You're already walking in the fullness of Christ. Jesus was dismembered in his body, unrecognizable, so that you could be recognizable in Christ, so that you could see your reflection in Christ. And it's, the time is now. The time is now. Yeah, we need to renew our minds. <laughs> yeah. We need to renew our minds to recognize who we actually are in Christ. Because mm-hmm. if, if it, like in that old system, we're always beating ourselves up. We're always convincing ourselves we're not enough. We're missing it, all these different things. But, but we can't think that way anymore. We can't mm-hmm. afford to think that way anymore. God has too much in store for us to think, yeah. to think the way the world's taught us to. God is way too much for us. God is way too much for you. Yeah. You know, for for you to to fall under or to stick with old patterns of thinking. God has so much in store for you. Again, God wants his goodness. God wants his goodness uh to manifest in your life more than you do. 
You know, yeah. like you might be frustrated right now. Like, God, I, I feel like there should be more. I feel like I should be experiencing more. I feel like I should be encountering more of you. Uh, a question I have for you is this. What are you looking at? What are, what are your eyes on? Are your eyes on him and on his glory and on his ability to bring the goodness to you and his desire to bring his goodness to you? Or is, has, has your eyes been on, well, where am I missing it? What am I doing wrong? What am I, like, you know, no, just, just trust him. Like, yeah. he'll, like, as we're talking about this, you know, I don't want anybody to come out of this broadcast thinking like, okay, well, then if, if, if my mindset's the things that's been holding me back, then, then what do I need to change? And yeah. try to now try to figure out where mm-hmm. you could have been missing it. No, mm-hmm. don't do that. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Don't do that. All we want you to do is just abide in him. Yeah. If there's an area in your, in your mentality or in your thinking that you've been operating under a worldly system, God will bring it to light. Yeah. God will show you. Trust the Lord. Don't fear missing it. Uh, and don't get into to fear because fear is really a worldly system. No, no. Just get into faith. God, you love me. And, and again, taking a hold of what we've, what, what's come up multiple times this broadcast, the fact that God wants you to inherit his goodness more than you want to inherit his goodness. Yeah. Uh, understanding his goodness and his love towards you, that he wants me to have it. Uh, so... So if he wants me to have it, God, I just yield to you. And, and, and if there's any area in my life where I've been thinking wrong, God, I trust that you'll bring it up. And he'll bring it up. He'll bring it up. He'll show you what that area is, whether it's uh, ju- being too judgmental, whether it's um, being too negative. Those are just two things that the Lord's been showing mm-hmm. me. Whether yeah. it's you've had a bad self, um, mm-hmm. self-image, you know, or you've yeah. just thought of yourself, you know, in a not godly way, God will show you what those areas are, uh, whether you've been too logical or too emotional. God will show you those areas. He'll give you the wisdom, and, and he'll expose those things. But when he exposes those things, you have to be willing to humble yourself, yeah. repent, because the kingdom of heaven's at hand. The kingdom yeah. of heaven is here. Yeah. The kingdom of heaven is here now, and yeah. God is wanting his kingdom to come into your life, his will to be done in your life. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's choose today. Let's choose right here, right yeah. now. God, I humble myself to you. Shine a light on those areas. And when you shine a light on those areas, let me not be so prideful to be like, no, nah, I'm right in this. No, mm-hmm. like, you know, like there, there could have been a moment in this broadcast today where you're like, no, no, he's wrong. You know, <laughs> no, no, that, that's actually noble. That's right. You know, like what I've been doing is noble and right. And mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, no, let's put that down humble ourselves and just say, okay, God, what do you have for me? Yeah. God, show me this area and give me the grace to get out of that rut and to develop a new habit mm-hmm. of trusting you, of doing things your way so that I can see the goodness of God yeah. in the land of the living, so that I can see the goodness of God manifesting mm-hmm. in my life so that I can prove that your will is good and noble and perfect so that the people around me can see that your will for me is good and noble and perfect so that they can be saved because it's the goodness of God that leads people to repentance. And God, let my life be so full of the goodness of God that people look at my life and they're like, I want what they got. You know, I want what they got. Mm -hmm. And when they come up to me and say, hey, how do you have this? You know, how'd you get here? Oh, well, let me tell you Mm -hmm. about my good God. Yep. You know, like I I want my life to be in that place where it's proving constantly Mm -hmm. the goodness of God where people are asking me, why are you so full of hope? Well, 
I'm ready to give you an, mm-hmm. you know, a defense for the hope that I have. Yeah. You know, like that, that's, that's God's heart. And that's God's heart for all of us. Yeah. So let's make that choice right here, yeah. right now. God, Amen. I repent. <laughs> Mm-hmm. God, I repent. I change yeah. my thinking. I change the way that the worldly way that I've thought. And God, I change my thinking to your system of thinking. God, I humble myself right now and I walk in the fullness that you have for me. Yeah. Uh, Mark, you put in the comments. Dr. Richard said this last night. Yeah. It's time to come up higher. Yeah. And, and in good Dr. Richard fa- fashion, I'm going <laughs> to say it like five more times. It's time to come up higher. Mm-hmm. It's time to come up higher. Come on. It's time mm-hmm. to come up higher. It's yeah. time to come up higher. Put in the comments, it's time yeah. to come up higher. But I cannot come up higher without renewing my mind. I cannot come up higher without repenting and changing my thought processes on some of these areas. It's time to come up higher. Amen. Well, Father, right now in Jesus' name, for those who have determined to humble themselves, mm-hmm. God, I thank you that they'll be exalted. I thank you, Lord, that they'll be exalted. And I thank you, Lord, that your kingdom's coming in their lives. Your will is being done in their lives. Father, God, right now, in Jesus' name, in all humility, we ask that you expose the areas of our lives. Yeah. And the thought processes and the, 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 the methods of thinking that we've established and adopted that haven't been established and adopted in your word yeah. and in you. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, we ask that you help us, that you lift us up, that you take us higher. And God, that we ask, Lord, as we lay these thought processes on the altar, we ask, God, for your grace to become manifested. God, let your grace lift us out of that rut. And God, help us to establish a new system of thinking. And that that system of thinking is godly, and it's pure, and it's holy, and it's you. Father, we love you. Mm -hmm. We praise you, God. Yeah. And we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness pouring out on us today. Thank you, Lord, for your glory entering into this situation today. God, we've been talking, even in the book of James, about the testing of our faith, God, the, 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 the trials that, that we might face, God. And a lot of times, though, that pruning is from the Word. God, when the Word is exposed, when the corrections come, when those moments come that test our flesh and challenge our way of thinking and challenge our old worldly systems and challenge our flesh. Father, let us not yield to the flesh and just get irritated, but let's yield to the spirit and grow. Because God, even as pastor said this, this Sunday morning, God, every instruction you give us is always an opportunity for increase. Whether our flesh tries to kick and scream or not, Father, let us yield to your instruction. Let us yield to your word and let us renew our mind to your way so that we can increase and get to a higher level. It's time to come up higher. God, let us do that today. Yeah. In Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. 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 Yeah. Do you choose today? Do you choose today? Do you choose today to come up higher? Do you choose today to repent, to change your way of thinking into what God has called you to do? If you're making that choice today, put some hands up in the comments. Yeah. Put something in the comments to let us know that you're going to a new level today. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Well, do you have anything else? Uh, just leading to commit fresh to the Lord. Okay. Fresh commitment. Yeah. So if you're watching and you say, you know, I think I have had some wrong thinking. I think I might have attached my soul to some <laughs> wrong ways of thinking. And yeah. you just want to commit fresh to Jesus today. Or if you're accepting him 
for the first time. Jesus died so that you could be freed from hell. You could be freed from wrong ways of thinking, that you could live with him in eternity and to know him. So you can just pray this with us. Lord, I know that you are good. I know that your plans for me are good. And I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died for me in all of my sin. You died for me in all of my mistakes, all of my mess ups, Lord. And I believe that you did not stay in that place of death, but God raised you up. And when he raised you up, he raised me with you. And I know I'm seated with you in heavenly places. Lord, I commit fresh to you today. I commit to you, Jesus. Jesus, you are the Lord of my life. Everything you tell me to do, I will do. Fill me with your Holy Ghost and fire. Give me a holy boldness, a passion for the lost. Open my eyes to the reality of who I am in you. And we praise you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, we love you guys. Yeah. We love you very much. And uh, and we want to give you an opportunity to so. So if you're watching today, just I want you to know that we sow this broadcast into you. We love you. And all, everything that we do here on the broadcast, all the time we spend just in the Holy Ghost, praying in yeah. the Spirit, you know, um, studying for, for the Word and the broadcast and uh, and all these different things. We do that because we want the goodness of God to pour out in your lives. Yeah. We don't ask anybody for a thing. Um, all that we encourage people to do is just be led. If the Lord is leading you to, to, to sow into this broadcast, just be obedient to what he's telling you to do. Just be led. And, uh, and we don't take up an offering because we need money. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we don't need money. We just need the Lord. And the yeah. Lord will supply all our needs according to his riches glory you know just like paul said we don't seek the the we don't seek the gift we seek the fruit that produces to your account the only reason we give you guys this opportunity to sow is we want to see your life go higher and we know that there's power in sowing because when you sow you'll reap and we want to see the the fruit that abounds to your account not necessarily because we need money it's because we want you to to have an opportunity to link yourself with Mm -hmm. a kingdom system you know, this is an area where we need, where some of us might need to renew our minds too. You know, well, if I give, that's less for me. No, if I give, that means increase for, yep. for you. You know, that's one of those areas. So that's why we give you this opportunity to sow is because we seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Yeah. I want to see your, your account balances go higher because of the seed that you've sown. And, yeah. and it, it, would, it would be a detriment for us to not, you know, it, like it would be wrong for us to not give you an opportunity to tap into that system. So... With that being said, we, uh, we want to encourage you. You can go to giveww.org. There's a bunch of different ways you can give there. You can partner with the ministry and uh, sow into this broadcast. And uh, we want to pray for every seed sown today and believe God for the increase that's abounding to you in Jesus' name. So, Father, for every seed sown today, for every person and every individual who is attaching their heart and their cheerfulness to this seed, Father, I thank you, I thank you, I thank you, Lord, God, that just as Jesus prayed out, we come into agreement with Jesus' words that as they give, it'll be given to them. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, <laughs> running over, may men pour out into their lives. In Jesus' name. <laughs>